right, uh, welcome to the show for Street Soccer here on the Sports Byline USA SB Nation Radio Networks. I'm Nick Gieber. It's great to be with you along with my co-host, uh, Nick Webster. I've been gone for a couple of weeks. I spent some time in Denver with Boca Juniors. I spent some time in Atlanta at the All-Star Game. Uh, it is good to be back here uh, at uh, Fifth Street, uh, at the basement here at Fifth Street Studios in Las Vegas. Uh, lots to get to today, Nick Webster. We are going to talk about what is the, quote, best league in the world and why. I'm going to give my uh, take. Nick, I'd love to hear yours. And uh, Nick, you and I are going to spend a little time later on in the show. As we start our handicapping of the Premier League, we're going to kind of do an overview of what we, th- what we think the top six will be this year and how they look. Coming up this week, we're going to look at all the teams in detail and give you the best odds and values, as we always do, for winning a little dosh. Sound good, Nick? Sounds absolutely fantastic. Let's get it on. Let's get it on. You know, the uh, idea for the topic for this show came out of a couple of debates that I've been listening to on some of the football media around what is the quote-unquote best league in the world. Uh, and I think there's a couple of different differentiations we need to make uh, about best teams, best league, most difficult league, most entertaining league, and so that you can look at it uh, holistically and make up your mind about what is the quote-unquote best team in a uh, best league in the world. Obviously, I think it's the Premier League because I've said that on this show time and time again. And we are going to, after the break, get into the details about why it is. But before you start to get up in arms, get all upset, uh, I will tell you that I don't think the best teams in the world are in the Premier League. So we're going to go through it in detail. Find us on the web, com. Find us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash Talk. Find us on Twitter, uh, Fifth Street Sports. Uh, give us a call in the studio, 800-878-PLAY, 800-878-PLAY. If you would like to sound off about this or any other topics that might be uh, burning up your uh, frontal cortex, if that's indeed where they reside. 800-878-PLAY. Big hello to our men and women in uniform listening around the world on the American Forces Network. It's a pleasure to be with you as we are each and every weeknight from 1 p.m. Pacific time and again at 6 p.m. Pacific uh, Monday through Friday, bringing you the best in global sports right here on the Sports Byline SB Nation Radio. We're going to step aside, take a break, and be right back with more. I'm Ryan Burke. I'm the head cider maker at Angry Orchard, and we're in Brittany, France. I wanted to make Angry Orchard Rosé cider out of my love for rosé wine. We came here and found these red-fleshed apples. These are really rare fruit. The apple brings a right, refreshing, natural taste to the cider and a deep, nice pink rosé hue. Our rosé is a little bit less sweet. It's got a really nice balance for any occasion. It's a really refreshing drink. Angry Orchard Cider Company, welcome to Drink Responsible. Do you have Medicare and do you use a CPAP machine? This is a national health care alert regarding your CPAP supplies. Using a clean CPAP mask and clean supplies is important to staying healthy. The best way to make sure your CPAP equipment is clean is to get new supplies. If you have Medicare, we have great news. Medicare will pay for you to have new clean supplies every 90 days. We'll even do all the paperwork for you to make sure that there's little to no out-of-pocket cost to you. And you don't even have to leave your home. We provide free in-home delivery. So if you're a CPAP user and you have Medicare, staying healthy with new CPAP equipment is easy. Just make this free phone call right now to get started. Call the CPAP hotline now. 800-430-4234. 800-430-4234. 
That's 800-430-4234. Copays and deductible supply. Supplies are replaced in accordance with Medicare guidelines. Want to fly somewhere? Looking for cheap flights or cheap tickets? Then call. That's right. Call the low-cost airline travel hotline now for prices so low, we can't publish them anywhere. Low-cost airlines has all kinds of cheap travel deals. Fly domestically and save up to 75%. You can even fly internationally and save even more. Yes, fly anywhere in the world and save a lot of money on your plane tickets. We'll even save you money with cheap travel deals on hotels, rental cars, even complete travel packages. So don't book your tickets until you call us first for the absolute cheapest prices on U.S. and international airline tickets and hotels. Call right now for prices so low they can't be published. Travel experts are here 24-7 to help. 800-754-4531. 800-754-4531. That's 800-754-4531. I noticed my neighbor put a broken world's best dad mug in the recycling bin by his curb. So I did what anyone would do. Fixed it with some J.B. Weld Clear Weld Epoxy, then returned the next morning to stand in his yard and drink coffee. He and his family stared out the window at me with confusion, and underneath that, fear. And underneath that, I want to say jealous anger. But underneath that, there was also appreciation for a lesson well learned. Don't toss it. J.B. Weld it. All right, welcome back. This is Fist Street Stalkers, Sports Byline USA, SB Nation Radio, Nick Eber and Nick Webster joining you today. Um, thanks for being with us. We're with you each and every weeknight, 1 p.m. Pacific, and then again, 6 p.m. Pacific. Uh, that's 4 Eastern, 9 Eastern, every day, Monday through Friday, because quite frankly, you can't get enough of us. Nick Webster, one of the things I can, uh, I'm actually having uh, had enough of is this debate about what is the best league in the world. Uh, I hear people all the time saying they think it's La Liga. And look, I honestly think that there are really two leagues you can look at for that title. You have to look at La Liga and you have to look at the Premier League. The Bundesliga is, uh, is an almost the best league in the world. And um, Ligue 1, you know, there's a huge... Some of those teams are very average and, and the, the top teams at any one time aren't particularly that great. Is that how you see it? It's really a two-horse race between La Liga and the Premier League? Well, it depends on the criteria you're looking for. I mean, if you're looking for... Uh possession-based, beautiful soccer, then you would probably go for La Liga. But if you're looking for the helter-skelter, end-to-end, atmospheric nonsense, then you'd probably go for the Premier League. And if, if you wanted to go and say, well, where's the best atmosphere at every stadium, you'd probably go to the Bundesliga. Yeah. And if you wanted to say where the hottest birds, you'd probably go to Serie A. And if you said to yourself, I fancy having a snooze this afternoon, you'd probably go to MLS. So great <laughs> The criteria for the for the best right. league in the world is very subjective. It um, is like like you. I, I'm I'm you know obviously incredibly biased because we, we get a, a steady dose of the Premier League and the, yeah. To, to be fair, it's it's a quite enjoyable league. But you know, don't get me wrong. I've I've watched uh, Real Madrid play Valencia and really enjoyed that as well. Aha! Uh-huh. So, uh-huh. That's it. You, know, you see, that's the point, Nick. So I had this interesting discussion with Andrew, uh, was it yesterday, I think, about this very topic. And we were having a discussion about why is it that the Spanish teams really do exceptionally well in the Champions League and the English teams. And this really uh, seems to seem to suffer 
for the long stretch. Now, this discussion was born out of a, a longer discussion about Manchester City and about how this team was built for the Champions League. And they had a fairly disappointing Champions League run last season. Nick Webster, I'm going to put forward this hypothesis, and you tell me if you think that this is valid. Whereas the two best teams in the world, I would say, are Real Madrid and Barcelona, I think you'd be really hard-pressed to disagree with me. The league in which they play in is not nearly as competitive from Team 1 to Team team 20 as the Premier League is. Teams that play in the Premier League have a much harder grind throughout the year, much more competitive games, any team can take points, and you don't really see that as much in La Liga. As a result, and of course the lack of a winter break, which I think has been remedied this year, uh, you find that the Premier League teams start to run a little bit short of gas as you get into the latter, the latter stages of the European season. Would you agree with that hypothesis, Nick? Uh, no, absolutely not. I think it's a load of bollocks because really? I would only, I, I, I would have, I would cast your mind back to the pre-premiership days when English teams dominated the European Cup Champions League from the, I think from 1977 and to 1983, English teams won the champ, the European Cup every single year. Uh, if we go to the mid 80s, and you should remember this. Liverpool, Liverpool, Chelsea, Manchester United competed in the semi-finals every single year. Uh, the reason why Spain is not as competitive as England is down to one simple thing: the money. Yeah. Okay, the money in the Premier League. The money, although, although the big six do take a, a very large chunk of that money, even the worst teams in the Premier League are out there now, Nick, spending 40 to 50 million pounds on a yeah. player. That doesn't happen in Spain. That doesn't happen in Italy or Portugal or France, even Germany. That's yeah. the simple reason why. So England's super competitive because there's so much bloody money at stake. Right. But again, okay, so we'll agree with that. I think that you're actually making my hypothesis for me here. The English league is super competitive. I didn't say why. I didn't say why, you know, Malaga is not a great team versus, you know, why maybe you, Wolverhampton Wanderers could take three points Spain off Manchester City is, any day. It's not as competitive as England. And the reason why it's not as competitive as England is because of the money. Okay, exactly. So hold that thought. So if we both agree that the Spanish league is not as competitive as the Premier League is, and we will both agree that there's two 100-pound gorillas and a couple of large apes on that league, along with, you know, Atletico Madrid and Sevilla, right? Yeah. Um, there's a lot less wear and tear on a Real Madrid or a Barcelona throughout the course of a season than there is on a Manchester United or a Manchester City or a Liverpool or a Chelsea or a Tottenham or whoever, maybe, or an Arsenal, uh, although not recently, uh, whoever might be in the Champions League. Would you agree with that? I would agree with that. So that, to me, is why the Spanish teams have had so much more success and why there has been a general air of disappointment about uh, Premier League teams in the Champions League. And I think therein may lie your answer. Uh, you could be right. Um, you know, if we, if we look at the uh, expenditure of Real Madrid over the last five years, uh, and in that five-year period, they have won the Champions League, uh, I believe, four times. Yes. No, they, they have made it their, uh, their number one goal to buy the best players in the world. And yes, you are correct that these best players in the world aren't um, tested, shall we say, 
as quite severely in the bread and butter of La Liga. And yes, they do tend to be a little bit fresher come Champions League days. So that being the case, you know, if you want to go and see a highly competitive game of football, I suggest you either go to England or Germany. I agree with you, Nick. And that's exactly the point I'm making. So I would suggest that the best league in the world, the best league, for whatever that criteria might mean, whether it's entertainment value, whether it's the pace of football, but if we're, talk- we're not talking about the best games, we're talking about the best league. If you want to look at what the best league is, where Team 1 through Team 20 are going to be competitive, you have to look and- at the Premier League. And I think that is a hands-down, simple answer to that question. Well, yeah, I th- and I-, I agree with you. And I, th- I think what you should do if you want to look at the... the- so the best league to me says best players so if you if you if you got all the squads and you ranked the players from one to ten and you did that for every league every major league in europe and in the world the premier league will come out on top because the premier league has the best players throughout not maybe the best player in the world but the best players throughout and the most competitive matches throughout the course of uh, you know, a, a season, right? I mean, that's really a 38-game season. However, well, Nick, no. however Nick, the two yes. best teams in the world, in my mind, are in Spain. I mean, even though Real Madrid did not finish second, uh, even though Real Madrid just sold Cristiano Ronaldo, um, I still think they are the number two team in the world. I think Barcelona is still the best team in the world. Uh, I think that's difficult to dispute. Yes, Manchester City may be close behind. Yes, Bayern Munich at any one year can give them a good run for their money. But I think on the whole, those are the two teams, Real Madrid, Barcelona, two best teams in the world. Would you agree? Um, I am actually going to hold I'm going to hold on that. I would I, I think Barcelona are going to slip this year. And I really want to see how Madrid do without Ronaldo yeah. and Zidane. So as of, I, well, well, let's I, just say as of last year, as of the end of last as, year. How about as of yesterday, they were the best teams in the world. Yeah. But I'm, I'm, I'm holding today because I, I, I really do think that there's going to be – listen, a, anytime you lose players and managers of that kind of stature, there's got to be some kind of blowback. And, and Real Madrid and Barcelona historically have never seen the kind of teams that – just keep on developing, keep on developing. No, their star shines bright, it shines bright, it shines bright, and then, whoop, they disappear for yeah. five years then come yeah. back up again. Well, folks, that's the discussion. We'd love to know what you think. Find us, uh, let us know on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash Fifth Street Sports Talk. Uh, let us know on the web at uh, fiststreetsports.com, Twitter, Fifth Street Sports. And uh, if you have something to say, give us a call in the studio here at uh, Sports Byline SB Nation Radio, 800-878-PLAY, 800-878-PLAY. I'm Nick Eber. He's Nick Webster. When we come back, well, we're going to talk about the best league in the world that we both think is the Premier League. We're going to tell you who we think the top six are going to be. We're not necessarily going to handicap them in order. You've got to stay tuned this week. We're going to give you picks and values and odds. We're going to give it all to you right here at Street Soccer. Don't go away. If you are age 85 or younger, 
call to learn more about final expense plans from a licensed agent in the Angel Care Network. The average funeral now costs over $10,000. Are you at risk of leaving loved ones to help pay your debts? A final expense policy for seniors can pay up to $30,000 for funeral and other final expenses. You don't need a medical exam, and you can have lifetime coverage, and the policy cannot be canceled. To receive free information about final expense plans from a licensed agent in the Angel Care Network, call now. You'll also receive information about a free prescription discount card just for calling in. Agents are standing by. Call 800-508-5774-800-508-5774-800-508-5774. Call now. That's 800-508-5774. If you or someone you love suffers from drug addiction, now is the time to utilize your private health insurance PPO plan. If eligible, receive up to $30,000 or more in substance abuse benefits with low or no out-of-pocket cost. We are the National Treatment Network, the premier drug and alcohol treatment referral service operating 24-7. We help connect you with facilities nationwide that accepts PPO private health insurance for substance abuse. If you have PPO substance abuse coverage and you need immediate admittance to a medical detox or residential rehab treatment center, call us now. Call our live referral helpline today. The call is free. This program is not available to Medicare or Medicaid customers. Call 800-296-1252. 800-296-1252. That's 800-296-1252. Results may vary. Not a solicitation for legal services. If you owe the IRS back taxes, payroll taxes, or have not filed your returns, the IRS will get you. They can take your property, take you to court, even put you in jail. One call to Wall and Associates and your tax problems are solved. Wall has saved clients over $150 million in the last five years. Our average client settles for about 10% of what is owed. With one call to Wall, you'll never need to talk to the IRS again. We offer free face-to-face consultations in your local area. Remember, Wall has a proven track record with a total client savings over $150 million. Call now for your free face-to-face consultation. 800-813-9940. All right, welcome back. This is Soccer, Nikiba, Nick Webster. We're talking about best league in the world. What constitutes the best league? Why is it the best league? Is it the best teams? Is it the best players? Is it the most competitive? And I think, Nick, we have come up with a solution. But, Nick Webster, I would ask you this. Is financial fair play a dead concept? Is it only uh, actually implemented in certain leagues and other leagues a blind eye is turned? Oh, I think financial fair play is probably one of the most confusing things uh, ever brought about to mere soccer mortals. I mean, we, we, we know how many pints we've had before the game. Uh, we know how many goals Harry Kane has scored during the game. But we could not tell you where the money is going. Uh, I think that UEFA needs to be far more transparent uh, with their financial fair play dealings. I mean, I just look at uh, Milan. 
Milan weren't in the Euro, uh, Europa League this year due to financial fair play shenanigans. And then, guess what? Now they are. So, um, I, I, I think financial fair play is a joke. Uh, just look, go, go and let the, let the team spend as much money as they want. I mean, they're going to anyway. So, right. I, I, I really feel like uh, the, the, the concept was very fair and they wanted to make it more of a meritocracy. But football's never going to be a meritocracy. There's always going to be, the, you know, like you just mentioned, the 800-pound gorillas that have, you know, God knows how much money in the bank and go, go out and spend and pay wages that are yeah. just completely ludicrous. Yeah, you know, Nick, it's interesting. Uh, we were talking a little bit. You, you were mentioning about uh, MLS uh, in the last segment. You had a few derogatory statements about it. Uh, and it is interesting because MLS is a league that has uh, parity as its goal. And, and I just don't, I mean, for example, Toronto were the hot team last year, right? And this year it's Atlanta and Toronto are struggling even for a playoff contention. Uh, so I, I don't personally like that, Nick. I like a team that I support, whether they're, um, you know, struggling over 10 years and then do really well, whether they're winning everything under the sun. Uh, you know, you, you love your team, you support them. I, I think this notion of parity is is really no fun for anybody because you love to have teams that you love to hate, not just because they're from Los Angeles or they're from, uh, you know, Seattle or they're from New York because you don't like New York, Los Angeles or Seattle. You know, one loves, you, there are teams that you love to hate because you have rivalries, because they win everything and you don't, because you're jealous, because you want them. I mean, if Alex Ferguson hadn't had, as his great chip on his shoulder, the idea of knocking Liverpool off his pedestal, if Liverpool hadn't have been there, as the foil for him, would he have had such a great tenure at Man United? No, I very, I very much doubt that. I mean, that is the there's there's always got to be the schoolyard bully. That's that's why sports is great, and that's why victories against the schoolyard bully are so sweet. Uh, yeah, I mean, I think you bring up a great point about MLS. You know, DC United did have their little moment in the sun, as, as did the Galaxy. But I think the league was was so small then that it was easier to be a bigger bully. You know, a big a big fish in a small pond. Yeah. Uh, n- now that pond is is now a lake, and you know MLS clubs are struggling like that. But of course, you know history uh, really dictates our game. And and when we look at England, it's it's always been about United and Liverpool and Arsenal. You know, obviously Chelsea and City are, are the late are late comers, and, and in Italy, Milan and Juventus, and yeah. you know, and so Inter, and, you know. Yeah. So you, you you know where I'm going with this. So uh, I I don't have a problem with teams being supersonically rich because everybody fails one day, Nick. Yeah. City are not gonna City are not gonna win forever. They you just don't. You know. Well, Madrid and Barcelona have won in Spain forever, but there's gonna come a day where they're not gonna win. And well, it's Nick, gonna be so sweet. Isn't that exactly what we've been talking about here over the last two months that we've been doing this show over the World Cup cycle? Well, we've been saying, if you've been watching football in America for the last 15, 16 years, you're used to the same people winning over and over and over again. Manchester United, Chelsea, Barcelona, Real Madrid, Germany, Spain. Uh, you know, the, the, this is what you've seen and this is what Brazil. This is what you've seen and this is what you've been used to. And get ready because everything is cyclical and times, they are a-changing. Let's talk about this year in the Premier League, Nick. Manchester City add a very big piece, I think, with Riyad Mahrez 
uh, another really super attacking option for them. Other than that, there's been very little tinkering going on at City. They had a great season, 100-point season last year. Pep Guardiola says he doesn't quite see that same season this year. But you have to think they're one of the two big title favorites this year, Nick, again. Oh, City, should, they should probably walk the title. Uh, I mean, when you, you look at the depth and quality in their squad. Although, I, I, you know, I, I do find the Mahrez signing just uh, it's, it's a little strange to me, actually, because... You know, you've got Sterling on the right-hand side who had a breakout season, scored something like 23, 24 Premier League goals. Leroy Sané on the left-hand side is one of the great prospects in world football. Uh, you've, you've got, you know, Silva, De Bruyne, uh, Bernardo, just, just a whole... It's not like City are short of attacking quality. And to spend $60 million on Mares, who who has come across, and I'm not, you know, I don't know him personally, but he has come across as a little bit of a sulker when things weren't going completely his way at Leicester. I wonder, will he start creating a problem if he's not in the Manchester City starting lineup week after week? Well, I don't see, I don't think that he is going to be in the Manchester City lineup week after week. Nick, the way I look at this signing is he is a quality player, and if there's quality players out there and you can afford them, you get them for a club that had a very disappointing Champions League run last year, largely due to the factors we talked about earlier on in the show, which was fatigue, uh, you know, match compression, all the matches that they had. Uh, I think this is a bench stuffer with a quality, quality player. You're right, though. Will Morris want to play that role? We'll have to see. Unless he wants to fight for a starting role, I don't see who he's going to knock off their pedestal for that. But maybe he can. But I think that's what that's about, Nick. I think that's bulking up for the Champions League. But that, that's, yeah, I mean, that just shows you, though, how completely bananas football has gone, that you are now in the position, well, clubs are now in the position where they can spend £60 million on someone as a sub. Well, Absolute. sure, but I mean, yeah, yeah, but Nick, th- think of it this way. Uh, let, let's just say uh, you're going to the Molyneux to play, uh, to play Wolves, right? Yeah, you take your you role Riyad Morris out in the starting lineup, right? Well, Morris seems to me he's he's more of a streaky player, uh, and you'd want to have him in form for that particular game because you know Molyneux on a cold, damp Tuesday night. It's 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 not it's not about beautiful football. It's about you know having a big pair of testicles and really putting them on the line. Ah, testicles grandes, Nick Webster. Uh, does Riyad Morris have them? We shall see. I like this signing for City, though. I think it's just more depth. Yeah, it's quality player. The, the, think they need depth a little, but little bit more But unfortunately, from, from, the, from the English point of view, though, Nick, you know, the, the Morris signing is going to take probably playing time away from young Phil Fodden, who is right. you know, lit up the charity shield uh, on, on Sunday with a, with a really mature performance. And, you know, I think I'd love to see more English players playing their trade for City, but, you know, it's, it's not going to happen. Well, and is it time for him to move off the under-21s into the senior squad as well, Nick? He'll only be 23, 20, 22 years old come the next World Cup. Yeah, I mean, playing time is, is a must for uh, a lot of these city kids who are currently in the academy. And uh, it'd, be, it'd be nice if, uh, what's his name, Pep Guardiola could say to, the, to these guys, look, we, you know we're not going to get the time that you want. I'm going to send you out on loan. But they don't want to loan them out to any premiership clubs because right. it could come back and haunt them. Well, Nick, uh, very quickly, the key man at City for me is still De Bruyne. I think he's looking better and better. I mean, uh, he is one of the world's best players, hands down. 
City are going to be a force to be reckoned with, Nick. But let's look across. Uh, let's look uh, uh, across, shall we, to Liverpool, who have spent uh, uh, just a, an outrageous sum of money on signings. I'm going to get you the net number for Liverpool. Uh, they have been the busiest in the transfer window, uh, which I might add closes uh, this coming week. Uh, Liverpool have had uh, a net minus. They've spent 151 million pounds. That's net on new players. They brought in some super quality. They needed a goalkeeper. They brought in uh, Allison. Uh, Naby Keita finally arrives. Fabinho, they signed him from Monaco. Uh, and Shakiri. if you watched this uh, ICC money spinning friendlies, you would have seen Shakiri with an absolutely incredible goal. I think Liverpool are fighting hard for this title, Nick. And I would not be surprised if they do, in fact, win their first Premier League title this year. Oh, Liverpool fans, you just live in hope, live in hope. It's only been, what, 28 years? It's going to be 29. But no, uh, in all honesty, I think Liverpool have done the best business in the transfer window. They've bought players that are not only going to bolster the squad, but are really exciting players that perhaps can really fall in love with this Jurgen Klopp style of football. Because uh, as, as you rightly pointed out, that. There's only so much engine in the tank when you're playing high-pressing football. And, you you know, you need a squad and you need players that can come in that uh, automatically can fall into place and buy into the system. And and Liverpool seem to have done that. I mean, we're going to see some names from the last few seasons, though, slowly just being moved out. I mean, Jordan Henderson could could be a place that's under threat. and, And he's really been the mainstay of Liverpool for the last... You know, I'd say four years. Um, so Klopp will have to have his man management hat on and, uh, you know, be prepared to keep a lot of players happy. And I think that's one of the hardest things to do in today's football, Nick, when you're paying someone, you know, £150,000 a week. Yes, there are players that are very content to sit at home with their feet up and make that hundred and fifty grand. But most players that I know are very intense characters and they want to be playing at the highest level all the time. All right, folks, when we come back, we'll pick up the discussion again. We're going to give you uh, our quick overview of Spurs, Chelsea, Arsenal. Uh, don't match the United, so don't go anywhere. We'll be right back after these messages on Fist Street Soccer, Sports Byline USA, SB Nation Radio, 800-878-PLAY. We'll be right back. Your car's engine deals with pressures that can cause intense friction that can waste up to 10% of engine performance. Power up with Castrol Edge with fluid titanium technology. It's three times stronger than leading oils against viscosity breakdown. Buy five quarts of Castrol Edge and a Purolator Boss Filter for $32.99 at Advance or participating CarQuest Auto Parts stores. Three times stronger based on Kurt Orban test. 5W30 is great. Being a new parent means every high and low you can imagine. But Evos can make it all easier with a baby monitor you can trust. Go to myevos.com. That's M-Y-E-V-O-Z.com to see how Evos can be the eyes and ears of your nursery. Evos works with your smartphone to provide a live audio and HD video connection to your baby anytime and anywhere. On a date, at work, away on business, even serving your country overseas, 
Evo's helps you never miss a moment. Whether your baby is with a sitter, your partner, a grandparent, or a friend, you'll be right there too. And with unique features like smart alerts that know the difference between a barking dog and your baby crying, extensive sleep tracking data, and state-of-the-art security features for your peace of mind, Evo's is the smart baby monitor for connected parents. And enter the code SPORTS at checkout for $20 off. That's myevos.com. M-Y-E-V-O-Z.com. Attention to anyone that's written a book or wants to write a book. The process is not that complicated. Take a first step. Even if you write a page a day, you'll build momentum and your book will become a reality. The hard part is getting it published. That's when you need to call Page Publishing. They've got hundreds and hundreds of thank yous from different new authors, just like you. They make the process of publishing your new book and getting it sold online a simple process. You can learn how simple it is right now by calling for your free page publishing new author submission kit one quick three-minute phone call that's all it takes to get free information and learn how you can get your book published pick up your phone right now and call us 24 hours a day at this number 800-603-0885-800-603-0885-800-603-0885 that's 800-603-0885 Everyone likes to, you know, um, scrapbook. Use scrapbook on the couch, the kitchen counter, and your favorite place to scrapbook, the bedroom. And what could possibly make scrapbooking any better? KY Duration. With KY Duration Spray and Gel, men everywhere are scrapbooking longer, and that's great for their partners who really enjoy scrapbooking too. So go ahead, scrapbook tonight with KY Duration Spray and Gel for men. Last longer, stay in the moment. Use as directed. Uh, welcome back. This is Fist Street Soccer on the Sports Byline USA and SB Nation Radio Networks, and of course, American Forces Network. So we wish a big hello, or we will send a big hello to all men and women in uniform around the world listening on American Forces. And of course, if you're listening on an affiliate station of the Sports Byline or SB Nation Radio Network, we welcome you as well. If you're on iHeart or TuneIn, watching us on Facebook Live or YouTube, or quite frankly, if you're just putting pictures of us under your, under your pillow at night, and absorbing the goodness via osmosis. We welcome you to the show. Nick Eber and Nick Webster with you. In the last segment, we started talking about Manchester City and Liverpool. I think in the bottom, uh, there's a nagging, pulling thought in the back of my mind that if Manchester City have any form of a slip-up this season, Liverpool will be there to take the title. I think it's going to be a two-horse race this season, I think it's going to be a very exciting race between Liverpool and Man City. That's my thoughts. Nick, do you disagree there? Uh, yeah, I, th- I think I do. I think there's too much quality in uh, the Manchester United team to count them off, despite uh, Mr. Mourinho's very glum demeanour recently on his tour of America. Uh, you know, they, they, have, they have a great team. They've got great players. Uh, United are not going anywhere. They will be there when the reckoning comes. And I wouldn't be surprised to see uh, Tottenham Hotspur there as well. So I I think it's going to be a lot tighter than it was last year. Uh, You know, Liverpool and City definitely look the class of the bunch. But I could see the title race going all the way until the end of April, beginning of May. Well, that will be very exciting, Nick, because, uh, you know, that's really what we want out of a title race. 
it's going to be tight. But look, I mean, what have United really done between now, between the end of last season and now? They signed Fred, albeit, you know, a decent player. For me, the key, <laughs> the, the, the key, there's two keys to me if I'm looking at Manchester United with anything other than abject hate, which I will try to do. Uh, number one is Paul Pogba has to have the type of season that he had. Uh, he has to have the type of performances that he put in at the World Cup or the latter stages of the World Cup. He has to play with that sort of passion. I don't know how much of that, though, is his lack of passion and skill and maybe the fact that he's just not being utilized to his full extent by one uh, Portuguese sulker. That's the second part, is Mourinho has to vastly improve his man management skills, I think, if he wants to maintain... Uh, a locker room that will come out and play for him. I mean, Nick, he is notorious for driving wedges between his players. And if he does that at United, and he, or if he continues that, I don't see that they're going to really have a great season. I think they're going to be in turmoil again. Well, Jose Mourinho, I mean, he, he's a character and he loves to give the press lots of clickbait. And he's certainly done that over the, the course of the summer. You know, many pundits say that, you know, three years is his, is his shelf life at any club. And yeah, this is coming into his third season. And that's probably why he's making all the noises. But if you look at United, and, and I'm looking at them with non-jaundiced eyes, unlike yourself, uh, David De Gea is perhaps the best goalkeeper in the world. That's, he is. He is the best goalkeeper in the world. Uh, you know, Smallin and Jones, they're not a rubbish centre-back pairing. Eric Bailly is an outstanding player. In midfield, you have a certain Sanchez who... But, you know, I mean, he had a terrible season last year, but he's, he's completely fresh. He hasn't played in the World Cup. Pogba's right. coming off winning the World Cup. Lingard is coming off uh, being an England superstar. Juan Mata is a fantastic player. Matic is great. Herrera's fantastic. And up front, you've got Lukaku and Rashford. I mean, these, these are some really, really good players. And if they can gel and click and play football the way the Manchester United faithful want them to play, I, I think they're an outstanding team and, and certainly not one I would discount. Well, I'm certainly not discounting them, Nick. I just, uh, for me, look, and I'm a big fan of Mourinho. You know that. Um, I think he is or has been uh, this period when he's been by far one of the best managers in the history of the game. Uh, but he has become a very odd figure as of late uh, the last few years. His personality has become uh, really unpredictable and crazy and, uh, and all of the above. So I, I just wonder, I, I just wonder. For me, there's a big question mark there. Yeah, I would agree that on a, on a man-for-man basis, their squad is almost as good as the Manchester City or the Liverpool squad. Not quite, but almost. Uh, but they are, very, they are certainly very good. And I would definitely agree that David De Gea is, is I will say unequivocally, he is the best goalkeeper in the world, hands down. I have yet to see a goalkeeper uh, more influential in games than David De Gea. Uh, but I just wonder. The one, let's move along because, you know, we, we won't really know until we get into the first few games of the season. Uh, because, Nick, one of the key things here about the Premier League is that it is such a tight league that early games dropped can cost you big time later on in the season. We've seen that over and over again, year in, year out. So when they hit the ground running next weekend, Nick, there's no room for error. Yeah, there is no room for error. But, you know, saying that, then you, you want to look at Manchester City. I mean, their first game of the season is, is away to the new boy, you know, yeah. uh, at Arsenal. And, you know, if, if, if 
you know, let's, let's just hypothesize because that's what we do. That's what we do in football. You know, if they lose to Manchester City, uh, well, it's going to be, well, they're bottom of the table, you yeah. know, after, after one round. And, and uh, all of a sudden, you know, you've lost the game to a potential rival. And anytime you're playing a rivalry game, it's a six pointer. Uh, so, uh, right. I mean, so the first game uh, is, uh, it's Arsenal, isn't it? Manchester City. Yeah. yeah, yeah. First game, Manchester, uh, the first game is Arsenal. I, I, I want to look at another uh, a London team, though. Let's look at Tottenham for a minute. Um, I thought Tottenham last year were fantastic. I enjoyed watching them. Obviously, Harry Kane's been, uh, Harry Kane is a delight to watch as a footballer. Uh, he's one of these guys that brings joy to the game. And uh, I always appreciate and, 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 and love watching them. But, you know, they really haven't added anything to this team. They were missing a few pieces at the end of last year. I think they've not added that much, anything really at all this year. Um, and I just wonder if it's keeping up with the Joneses. Um, they're going to fall behind, I think. The City, Liverpool, United and Chelsea. Well, yes, they, they, they haven't bought anybody, which, uh, you know, obviously is a concern to the Tottenham fans. And the reason for that is because of the new stadium. And we saw how it, it hurt Arsenal yeah. uh, and, and probably continues to hurt Arsenal to this day because, you know, Wenger wouldn't spend any of the bloody money that the new stadium generated. You know, Daniel Levy is notoriously a, a hard bargainer uh, as, as a chairman when it comes to, you know, the buying and selling of players. But I, I think that, um, you know, Mauricio Pochettino has, has created a fantastic squad at Spurs. There is, there is depth there, and uh, I, I fully expect them to kick on. And, and, and if they don't, well, this is the end of Pochettino and really probably the end of the Spurs um, experiment. Because quite simply put, if there's any team, and, and I'm, I'm discounting Liverpool from this one because Liverpool have won the League Cup, I think, a few years ago. You know, Tottenham haven't won anything since like 2009. Yeah. I mean, uh, and for all the talk of the lovely football and the fact that they finished, you know, third, third and, and second, well, it's just, it's not good enough. They've got to win something. Yeah, there's two, there's two teams in this group that we're talking about that would just want to win something. Uh, Tottenham is one of them, and the other, of course, is Arsenal. Emery uh, needs to win some silverware. He has really not won silverware. He's a fascinating manager, uh, and Arsenal are a team that one has to look. Lucas Torreira is probably going to be the biggest signing for Arsenal, really shoring up the midfield, giving them that missing piece. Uh, but I'm fascinated to see this new manager, Nick, because... He is so respected by his peers around the footballing world for a manager that really hasn't won much of anything. It's going to be fascinating to see what he does uh, at the Emirates. Well, that, that could be a little harsh. I mean, if, if, if we're discounting the uh, Europa League, he did win it a few times with Sevilla. Yes, he did. Uh, and, uh, you know, obviously had some success at PSG. But then again, you and I could have managed PSG yes. and won the travel. Um, but yes, um, he's got he's. You know, it's, it's, it's such a tough one to, to really uh, quantify because if you look at PSG, the remit there is quite simple, isn't it? Well, you, you, the, the trebles take it for granted. You, ha you have to succeed in the Champions League, and yep. he couldn't do that. Yep. Now, thankfully for, for him, Arsenal aren't in the Champions League. They're in the Europa League. Which is his specialty. So, so don't be surprised if uh, Arsenal become the Thursday night favourites and uh, oh, the, take, the take... Bill Collector calling. 
Uh, no, I, I, I haven't paid in months. Oh, I'm sorry, Nick. I'm wrong, actually. Hold on. Yeah, yeah, that's the United calling. Apparently, they're, they're interested in the manager position for you. Yeah. Well, I'm, I am available. Okay, <laughs> and, I, and I think I know how to uh, push Pogba's buttons. Yeah, there we go. So uh, it'll be interesting to see what happens at Arsenal. I'm, I'm fascinated to watch Arsenal. I, I, I really am hopeful that they will have a good season. I, I always liked the Gunners. And, uh, you know, I thought they really became stale under Wenger. They have a decent squad. They don't have a great squad. They have a decent squad. And I think if that's going to be... They have a very tough, very tough opening two games, though, yeah. Nick. Yes, they do. Home to City and away to Chelsea. Yeah. I mean, you could quite... I mean, you know, and, and we hypothesized, oh, City's at the bottom of the table. Where it could quite easily be Arsenal's at the bottom of the table yeah. after two games. And, uh, you know, it's, it's all bring Wenger back. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, the fickle Arsenal supporters will do that, right? They'll fly a plane and unfurl a TIFO that says, we want Wenger. We remember the glory days. Uh, well, glory days are a thing of the past at Chelsea, Nick Webster. Uh, Maurizio Sarri, the new manager, uh, is also a very capable manager, it must be said. Uh, but really, has he had an opportunity to build this team in the image he wants? Uh, Jorginho is the only player they've signed so far. Windows closing, of course, there was this absolutely crazy situation with uh, the management changeover where it was really delayed. Um, uh, Nick, uh, I think Chelsea are going to finish probably third, but uh, I think it's going to be a gap between them and, uh, and Liverpool and Man City. Well, that's a little generous of you. Uh, I, I thought Chelsea were very, very poor at the weekend. Uh, they certainly didn't set anybody on fire during the, uh, the uh, Champions Tall. Yeah, but they didn't uh, have I, any of their players. I mean, most of their big players were gone. I well, mean, the yeah, question yes. is, Hazard, Courtois weren't there. Uh, I mean, who, who, who else wasn't there? Uh, Andrew, you help me. Who else wasn't there for Chelsea? Well, you could say, you could say half Manchester, the squad, but then you, know, that you, you, want, you want to see progression, though. You want to see progressive football. And, and the fact that Sarri only came onto the picture two weeks ago, yeah. and he's got got a whole new idea about how he wants Chelsea to play. Chelsea are a mid-table team this year. Mark my words. Mid-table. Well, let's mid-table. see. Wow, that's big. So, Nick, uh, we talked about Spurs. We talked about Chelsea. We've spoken about United and Arsenal and Liverpool and City. Uh, just, you know, we'll get into this more detail over the next few days. Uh, but how do you see it? You think City won? Okay, so give me two, three, four, five, and six. City... Liverpool, United, Spurs, Arsenal, Chelsea. You see Arsenal finishing above Chelsea. I do. That is very interesting. Um, I might say maybe I was a little over generous with third for, for, uh, for Chelsea. I could see Spurs nicking third, uh, pardon me, fourth spot. Uh, you're right. I think United will finish third, come to think of it. So I would probably agree. I like Spurs probably because they're the most settled team of the bunch other than City in terms of having their squad bedded in, having a manager and a system. Uh, Liverpool obviously have some huge new signings, not that they don't have, they have a manager and a system that's been there for a while. Uh, but um, it'll be fascinating to see, Nick, as it goes down the line. And we'll be looking in a lot more detail over the next few days, team by team. Let's look at the signings. Let's look at a particular void that that signing may or may not fill. It'll be interesting to see. Of course, we'll give you the best picks and values in place if you want to place a small wager and come out at the end of the Premier League season with that brand new Lamborghini. Nick, you and Long I Long shot for the title, one. Arsenal. That's right. 
All right, we're going to step aside, take a break. We'll be right back to wrap it up here on the Sports Byline USA Radio Network, SB Nation Radio. Attention timeshare owners, this is an urgent consumer alert from Resort Release, a national company specializing in helping consumers legally get rid of their expensive timeshares. Once you've made that decision to get rid of your timeshare for any reason, Resort Release is offering a Better Business Bureau accredited way to legally get rid of your timeshare guaranteed. We guarantee to get rid of your timeshare payments permanently, even if you've tried another company to get rid of your expensive timeshare call now and see if we can help you at resort release you don't pay anything until you're ready if you're ready to learn how to permanently get rid of your costly timeshare make this complimentary free call right now 800-598-0539-800-598-0539-800-598-0539 that's 800-598-0539 If you or a loved one is suffering from a physical or emotional condition that has left you unable to work, then listen carefully. Take this number down, 800-593-7491. That's 800-593-7491. When you call, you'll speak with a Social Security disability expert and get a free evaluation to see if you may qualify for disability insurance benefits from the U.S. government. That's right, a monthly cash payment paid directly to you from the Social Security Administration. Whether you're applying for the first time or you've already been denied disability benefits, call now. The disability attorneys at Pinnacle Disability can help you build your case, file an appeal, and represent you at no upfront cost to you. Don't wait another minute to see if you may qualify for your Social Security disability benefits. Call Pinnacle Disability Group at 800-593-7491 for your free case evaluation. That's 800-593-7491. 800-593-7491. Call now. In times of economic uncertainty and chaos, your money means nothing. You may not even be able to get it from your bank or ATM. And the money you do have in the stock market will go down and down. What you can bank on is gold and silver. Gold and silver have been a reliable and trusted form of currency for thousands of years. Gold and silver have never been worth zero, and typically gold holds its value during economic turmoil. Call the gold hotline now and learn how to protect your money and your assets with gold and silver. And learn how to set up a new IRA or roll over your current one into a gold-backed IRA. Protect your money from the next market crash with gold and silver. Call now for your free gold guide. 800-535-7789. 800-535-7789. That's 800-535-7789. All right, well, welcome back. This is Soccer, Nick Eber, and Nick Webster with you as we wrap up today's show. I want to remind you that we're with you again today at 6 p.m. and Monday through Friday, 1 p.m. Pacific, 6 p.m. Pacific. That's 4 Eastern and 9 Eastern, and I'm back. glad to be back in the Pacific time zone after a long, long trip. And uh, I want to thank everybody that stood in for me, and of course, Nick, my co-host, for uh, carrying the show, and Andrew Gieber for filling in, and everybody else and uh, you as our listeners we appreciate your patience it is good to be back 
Uh, Nick, what do you say this week we go down team by team and let's start cutting this to pieces and looking at it? Absolutely. We will, we will examine it like a proctologist. Indeed. We will get right up there and let you know if there are any polyps you need to be aware of. <laughs> All right. Uh, let us uh, talk to us on Facebook, facebook.com forward slash history sports talk. Uh, Twitter is history sports. The website is history sports dot com. I think you're probably getting the whole Fist Street thing. Uh, as always, you can always call us in studio during the show. Now's not a good time because we're out of here in about one minute. Uh, but you can call us in, the, in studio tomorrow if you'd like at 800-878-PLAY. Um, we're going to go down the teams in the Premier League and let you know. We'll be taking a look, too, at the other leagues in Europe, although we do like to focus in on the best league in the world. And I think we have made our point that currently that is the uh, English Premier League. Not the two best teams, but the best league. And now that I've repeated myself 15 times, uh, I think we'll get ready to head out. Nick, you got big plans tonight? Oh, yes, it's the wife's birthday. So well, we are yeah, going out. Well, ha- happy birthday to Mrs. Webster. Hope you have a great one. And Nick, don't be a cheat. I know you can be. Do, make, don't Please don't make her pay for our own birthday dinner. No, well, you pay me then, okay? <laughs> All right. Checks in the mail. All right. Uh, we'll be back with you tomorrow. Nick Eber, Nick Webster. I want to thank everyone at Sports Byline, our producer, Andrew Key. But this has been a production of History Sports. Till tomorrow.